Get inspired to move your life forward as you listen to another episode of the Potathon series with Elijah Elvis Craftsman. We believe that you're gaining value daily. Please be encouraged to always share each episode with friends and family on all social media platforms. God bless you. Greetings, my friend. I bring you today another episode of the Port Athens series. In continuation, today I'd like to talk to us about submission. What does submission mean? Dictionary defines it as the action or fact of accepting or yielding to a superior force or to the will or authority of another person. So submitting means putting others before yourself. It means not always doing what you want to do. It means putting God's desire above yours. Submission means that it is not about me, but about the one who I am submitted to, who is superior over me. But can I tell us the truth? The truth is we neither obey the law, nor can obey it before we have been reconciled to God, justified and then reborn. This was a statement by Lutheran reformer Philip Melanchthon when he wrote the Apology of the Oxford Confession. He said, left to his own devices, sinful man will always be lawless. This disregard of God's law explains the man's need for a savior. Now, it is only Jesus Christ that can transform disobedient, lawless creatures into obedient, submissive citizens of heaven and earth. A sinner desires to satisfy the corrupt nature by indulging lawlessness. He relishes rebellion against God and his commandments. It is disheartening to know or to learn that even Christians struggle with submitting to authority, including teachers, bosses, government officials. And this reflects our recalcitrant attitude towards God's laws and his kingdom. However, through the regenerating power of the Holy Spirit, a child of God, a Christian, can possess a renewed mind and conscience which guides them to obey. And when we don't obey the Holy Spirit, He pricks our hearts, He pricks our conscience, and prompts us to repent. Repentance brings us awareness of our need to submit to God. Remember three days ago I talked about repentance. Repentance is what brings us an awareness of our need to submit to God. Submission makes a lot of believers, a lot of Christians uncomfortable. And why will I have to submit? And we've come to have a false notion of submission. But hear this. Submitting to God is one of the ways we prove our love to Him. According to Paul, a faithful husband within lays down his life for his wife. He is not a tyrant who forces her to submit to his sinful human desires, but abandons his own will, affections, and needs for her sake. Furthermore, Paul exhorts the husband to love his wife as 
his own body and equates the husband's care of his wife with that of Christ for his church. And in this context, the wife willingly surrenders to her husband just as her husband chooses to surrender his will to Christ. So submission is based on love. Submission that is based on love brings peace and harmony. Biblical submission fosters right relationship with God and others. In the Ephesians passage, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 32, Paul uses marriage to illustrate the perfect eternal submission of the three persons of the Trinity. This is a profound mystery, but I'm talking about Christ and the church. I would always tell us, we must model our lives after Christ. Christ lived in perfect submission to the Father. The Father God did not coerce him to become flesh among us. Jesus chose to enter the fallen sinful world to lay down his life on the cross for us in order to save us from sin. Jesus Christ came from heaven of his own volition to die on the cross. He chose to place himself under the authority of the Father while in Galilee. In Philippians 2, verse 6 to 7, Paul writes, Jesus Christ, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equally with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of his servant, being born in the likeness of men. Matthew records Christ's perfect submission most vividly in the Garden of Gethsemane the night before his crucifixion. We see Jesus Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane that night, crying out, My Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Even with the terror of death looming, Christ does not exercise his own will, but obeys his Father. In the garden that night, Jesus refuses to avoid the cross. He pleads in agony for strength to fulfill God's will. During the days of Jesus on earth, he offered prayers and petitions with loud cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was said because of his reverent submission. Hebrews 5, 7-8 Perfect submission made Jesus Christ subject to the unjust control and power of sinful man. He stood silent before Pilate. Pilate asserts his authority over Christ. Don't you realize I have power either to free you or to crucify But Jesus answered, you would have no power over me if it were not given to you from above. What does Christ's perfect submission mean for us Christians? Charles Spurgeon wrote, A lack of submission in, is no few or rare fault in mankind. Ever since the fall, it has been the root of all sin. From the moment when our mother Eve stretched out her hand to pluck the forbidden fruit and her husband joined her in setting up the human will against the divine, the sons of men have universally been guilty of a lack of conformity to the will of God. They choose their own way and will not submit their wills. They think their own thoughts and will not submit their understanding. They love other things and will not submit their affections. Man wants to be his own law and his own master. Christ's submission is not an act of human will. It is divine work. We can submit to God's authority and His will only through the power of the Holy Spirit. Christ imputes His righteousness to believers to also believe in Him. So the work of submission is by faith. Through faith in Christ, we receive His righteousness 
as her own and keep his commandments through the power of the Holy Spirit. Christ eternally intercedes on our behalf before the Father. Christ empowers us to follow him in submission. How then should I submit to Christ? Out of my love for Christ and my gratitude for his work of salvation, I must choose to submit my way, my will, my affections, my thoughts, my desires, and understanding to God. In all matters of submission, my conscience guides me to obey. I trust myself to Christ knowing that he submitted himself to God for my sake. He laid down his life for me. So through the power of the Holy Spirit, I can lay down my life for Christ, for the sake of the gospel. And how I know that I'm submitted to God is by the quality of time I spend in the Word of God. The quality of time I spend praying. The quality of time I spend worshiping. It will reveal the level of submission I have towards God. How much time do I give in thinking and meditating upon the Word of God? Because the one who fails in spending quality time with God would fail in submitting his will to God's will. Ask yourself today, am I submitting myself to the will of God? How often do I pay attention to the Word of God? How often do I stay in His presence worshiping? Because a heart that is broken before Him, that is contrite before Him, the Lord never forsakes. The Lord wants to make something new out of your life, but He wants you to get submitted to Him. Yield yourself to Christ, brothers and sisters. God wants to make your heart a new heart. He wants to take away your stony heart and give you a heart of flesh. But it comes, it begins with you submitting your will to Him. I pray that by the power of the Holy Spirit, from this day forward, you begin to live a submitted life to Christ. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Potathon series with Elijah Elvis Craftsman. We believe you got value. Please kindly share this piece with all that you care for. And... See you again.